<laughs> you wasted all that gold on the pre-show. Hello, and welcome to episode 151 of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Chad. I'm Bro, James. Beans. And beans. we are talking about uh, alchemy today. Alchemy. Dun, dun, dun. It used to be trying to turn lead into gold. Now I think it's just trying to turn magic into hearthstone. We'll get into it. Um, I have so- mixed feelings that we'll get into. As do I. Uh, so if you want to tweet at us, uh, you can get us at Casual Tripod. Yeah, hit us up with your thoughts on Alchemy, the new digital-only cards, the rebalanced cards, or anything else. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Casual Tryhard MTG, or you can email us, show at CasualTryHardMTG.com. Um, we did a whole two-hour-long pre-show this week on... Uh, a cube Brian's building. I yes. Would guess if Brian is missing any of these cards, he's going to get them at uh, our TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com, where anything you purchase will help support the show. Hey, not I am nothing if, if not brand anything, loyal. But... <laughs> <laughs> so I will um, definitely be doing that. Yeah. Also, uh, if you guys want to support us a little bit more directly, or if you wanted to hear this huge, giant pre-show about the cube Brian's building, um, you can support us on patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg, where you'll get access to the pre-show, and you'll get access to our show notes, and you'll be put on my mailing list, and maybe at some point I will finally get around to reworking the tiers and make them something more organized. But for now, just throw us a couple bucks and you get access to all of that stuff. And we would really appreciate it. Uh, We also have our Discord channel. There's a link in the description. There's a link on all our social media if you want to jump into Discord. Have some pretty cool conversations in there. Meet some new people. Uh, we got a special treat for you guys coming up that uh, sprung out of Discord. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Yeah, we are are bringing you stuff. This is happening. It'll be exciting. It will. So, we jumping into uh, this uh, whole mess? Uh, I mean, there's no other time to do it than right now, so let's do it. All right. Al- so, alchemy. Alchemy. So, there was, they were kind of teasing a big announcement uh, on the, uh, like, with Daily MTG. Like, it came out before like to the point where i had stuff going on but i was like oh i really want to watch this daily mtg to see what this announcement is right so they they got me right i was like oh okay. i really want to see I what's did going not on. hear anything about a big announcement coming literally the first i heard of this was when you sent me the link and at the time i didn't even really read it <laughs> okay so um so they announced that they are making a new uh, arena only magic format mm-hmm. that is somewhere between um standard and historic and its purpose kind of. kind of and its main purpose is to rebalance standard cards and 
uh, infuse the format with new uh, digital-only magic cards to kind of freshen up standard. Because, yeah. like we've talked about, like standard feels like it comes out, we play standard for like, you know... A couple weeks. A, a couple weeks, and then it's like, I don't want to play standard anymore. This format is solved. Right. So this is their way to try to deal with that which mm-hmm. is to uh basically stick new cards in the format from time to time and kind of tweak some cards that are already in the format and they go both ways as well they will nerf cards that are a little bit too powerful or too oppressive or too omnipresent and they will buff cards that they think would either fill a hole or you know somebody thinks should see more play than it does yeah so um this is the first time that they've kind of like just been like yeah we've kind of missed this missed the mark and like yeah it's really weird because like every other digital card game is that that's like a classification right a dcg i guess yeah or digital tcg whatever you want to call it sure yeah, whatever, whatever it is. Um, like every other one that's out there does this. Magic is the only one that doesn't. Yeah, and because, I mean... Because like magic comes from the world of paper where you can't do this. And like the paper has kind of always been sacred. Yes. Until now. Until now. Yeah. So I, it is something that happens in other games. And, like, the infusing new cards into the format is something that happens, I think, with, like, Hearthstone and Legends of Runeterra and other games where at some set point there's, like, just, like, hey, here's an extra 100 cards. Yeah. Make new decks. And, like, that's a way to try to keep their main format, like, fresh and interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we already said that we've said it a million times, but I'm going to say it one more time. Um, The format gets solved way too quickly. And, you know, coming from somebody who's been playing the game for probably way too many years at this point, um, like that never used to be a problem. The format wouldn't typically get solved until almost rotation or almost like when a new set came out. And for the format to be basically solved before people, like before a set release, you know, for a while there, we were getting an arena release and then a week and then pre-release and then a week and then set release. And, you know, two weeks on arena, the format's solved already. There's no more work to be done. Yeah. You're just like, okay, yeah, we're done. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's move on. Yep. So it's, it's good on one hand that they're trying to address standard getting solved so quickly in the way mm-hmm. that they can only do on arena. Right. But remember when we, we couldn't have more formats than standard. Uh, yeah. Historic because we're going to totally like dilute <clears throat> the pay- player base and think of the queue times. Yeah. Right. Like, now we're just taking the people that are like I play standard and just chopping them in half. Uh, I mean, like, maybe like I would venture to say this is just going to replace standard. 
and that's kind of where like my mind is right now um kind of my gut reaction to this whole thing was that i hate it and it's awful and it's going to kill the game but i think this is just going to make arena a different game where it's not going to be paper magic anymore like yeah, alchemy is you- just going to take the place of standard and then you'll have no analog to like paper magic on arena yeah you had said that and i had not um uh heard that where basically like hey this just makes arena its own thing so if you want to go play um standard you're gonna have to play in paper now Mm -hmm. because there's not gonna be standard on arena anymore well i mean like they said that standard's still going to be on arena and what i had told you was just my opinion i don't know if that's actually going to be the case or not but that like that's kind of my hope at this point is i think that's the best case scenario is that arena just kind of distances itself from paper magic and it's its own thing with its own card pool and and you know it's the rules engine and basically it and if you kind of look at like the big picture of everything that wizards is doing right now as far as secret layers and universes beyond and these changes with arena i think that's kind of what it all boils down to is that magic is just kind of a rules engine that people put whatever they want to in it whether it's alchemy or lord of the rings or warhammer or you know whatever else is going on i think it's a kind of a shift in ideology a little bit yeah i don't disagree but what i mean by like standard isn't on arena anymore if Mm -hmm. if alchemy becomes like the 90 percent of what players play uh who play on arena that like let's say there are 100 current standard players right Mm -hmm. if 90 of them move to alchemy yeah there's 10 people still jamming standard right? right Standard is kind of effectively dead on Arena, mm-hmm. right? And so if yeah. you want to play actual Standard, you have to, like, dust off your cards and go to the LGS, which is yeah. not a bad thing. No, not uh, at all. But it just sucks that, you know, they couldn't come up with a a more... A more, like, I guess, old man, old-timey Magic player solution... Right, like to just like bring the stuff into the game uh, from like Hearthstone or other digital TCGs, as opposed to doing things that are uniquely magic, is a little disappointing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it, I guess we have to wait and see what happens. But the same way in my head, I can see like Arena distancing itself from like actual magic and being a different game. I can also see this kind of opening up more room in arena where like they said that all these changes they're going to make to um, standard to make it alchemy are automatic automatically going to apply to alchemy or to historic, like all of the digital cards, the digital exclusive cards are going to be in historic. All of the rebalanced cards are going to be in historic. You don't have the option to play historic without the digital cards or without the rebalanced cards. You you just have whatever whatever is on arena is in historic. 
yeah, that so like, may open up room for something like Pioneer on Arena, where like it's not really going to compete with each other anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was going to say that one, like it kind of sucks where let's say you're like me and you put together like the green white collected company deck that has Luminarch Expirit in historic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That deck is like tier two. Right. Right. And you took one of the better cards in it and you nerfed it. Yeah. For yeah, reasons. So like, I understand why, you know, you don't want a situation where, you know, the nerfed version and the unnerfed version of the card are both like accessible in historic. In the same like, format, yeah. In the same format, right? But I feel like you could say, like, hey, we're not dumb. We know what cards we nerfed and what cards we buffed. And we're gonna make it so the buffed cards, the buffed versions of the cards from Alchemy go into Historic, mm-hmm. but the versions that we um, didn't adjust for Standard are, yeah. uh, are for Alchemy. We didn't downgrade. We didn't nerf. The regular version is going to be available in Historic. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, I guess the problem is, is like if they're assuming that they're going to capture an audience that is super into conjuring cards from spell books yeah uh or perpetually doing things right like do they want to um, i mean some of those cards are really good like i mean we can we got a whole list of stuff to talk about i don't know like how much you want to jump around but that toralfs whatever that like puts a whole bunch of lightning bolts in your deck like that card is good see now i've i've had I've heard people say the card is like unplayable. No and, way. And awful. How? I mean, so. How is a three mana three three with haste that fills your deck with lightning bolts bad? Like in that deck, I would always want to draw a lightning bolt over anything else in my deck. So the Jerry T argument was like, it's not like mana efficient, like on turn like three or four, like you don't want to draw things that like later in the game aren't particularly powerful. Now, granted, if you're just playing burn. um, Yeah. I mean, the curve in that deck like stops at three. You're just like one, two, three burn. Um, Like, I don't know. Like I've not played a game where that isn't thing you can do. I also love that we, uh, we couldn't have lightning bolt for real. Too good. Right. But we can have things that conjure lightning bolts. That's fine. Yeah, that's funny. Um. So I don't know. I mean, think about playing that alongside, uh, um, experimental frenzy, where you just well, like fill your deck full of lightning bolts and then frenzy them. <laughs> fair bolt you bolt you bolt you. You're dead. Yeah. Also, like a different deck, but. Yeah, but no, I see what you're saying. But, like, I just haven't had experience, like, you know, playing. Like, if you get two attacks, I think you're golden. But, like, yeah. I haven't had experience playing uh, a game where that is a thing you can do. Like, I don't feel well, like Eternal did that. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, 
it would be it like I think it hurts historic if you take card like Goldspan Dragon wasn't busted in historic, right? It wasn't even particularly good, right? Yeah, it was just and now like standard. we just now we just made sure it's not playable. Yeah. So the fact that they are just like yeah, let's you know. Well, so I wonder. I wonder if they unnerf once it's out of standard and in a bigger format that can support it. Because like these changes are going to happen all the time. Yes, every month. Uh, yeah, I believe once a month. Like they said, a set will release, and then about a month later will be the first like alchemy release, and then I think they said there's one more before the next set. So every month. Or at least, like, there's going to be a regular set. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to do... So between now and Kamigawa, mm-hmm. there's going to be one more Alchemy set release? There should be one this week and then one next week. Mm-hmm. Or n- next month. Next sorry, month. in January. Okay. I think. Who's playtesting these cards? Because they're not... Paying anyone yeah. to do it. I mean, who who's playtesting anything anymore? This is very true, very true. But like, they're playtesting Commander. They're not playtesting Standard or Alchemy cards. <laughs> We're playtesting Commander. They just fired Play Design and they hired Casual Design or whatever. Did they get Did they get rid of all of Play Design? I think so. I think they replaced it with Casual, whatever Casual Design or whatever uh, they called it. Oh, my body hurts. Um, yeah, man. Chad needs more commander decks. Bro. Bro, commander decks are where the beans are. That's right. I don't even know what commander is. Get me more of those commanders. They're all uh, garbage reprints. We, that's where all the money is. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, so here's what we're going to do. new cards and 95 garbage reprints. <laughs> yeah. How are we going to design these new commanders? Bro, just take every commander we already have. All right, bro. Add one mana to it and add an ability. Chip it. Yep. It's like, okay. Or, or hear me out, just take one mana off. Ship it. <laughs> and then th- that's what we do. We just take a mana off. And yeah. we're like, cool, we're good to go. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't... I, I guess thinking about it, I don't actually know if they got rid of play design. Yeah, I guess that my... Was, that was my understanding, but I guess I don't know I that. feel like I feel like they brought in more people for play design and then spun people off onto the casual Maybe. play design side. But, like, they didn't hire, we're going to do, I don't know, 12 standard and air quote set releases. Yeah. A year people. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely not. So, now, they definitely have more leeway with, if you miss, that's fine, we just yeah. fix it in a month, the, or right right away, right? Yeah, like, we. They, they, I think the only time frame they gave was, um, a month after set release. I don't think they gave an actual timeline after that. I don't know why they. If they miss, I don't know why they couldn't fix it right away. I mean, they very well could. So it's like, so there's less pressure to get it right because yeah. you um. You have the ability to fix it later. So why do yeah. I need to get it right the first time so we don't have to put as much uh, into it to get it right? Because 
it. Yeah, so so it says we currently plan to release new alchemy sets in the weeks following the adjacent standard release. For example, players should expect the alchemy set for Kamigawa to become available sometime in March. So Kamigawa officially releases in February and the alchemy release for Kamigawa will be in March. And then it says we intend to rebalance cards on a more frequent basis to keep the format fun, fast, and dynamic. So it sounds like the digital only cards will come out about a month after set release and then they'll rebalance like as they need to okay, with as no, they... no schedule. Gotcha. A frequent basis. A frequent basis, good sir. Yeah. So you remember the early days of Pioneer where they oh. said bannings will be frequent and uh, plentiful? Yeah. How often were they doing bannings then? Like well, every week? week? Like every yeah. week, every two weeks? Yep. Um, so I imagine that's what we will see. Yay. Um, yep. So part of the problem, right, mm-hmm. is if you look at your list of sweet, new, hot, dynamic, fun alchemy cards. Yeah. How many of them are commons? Uh, none. Yeah, none are many, commons. How many are uncommons? Um, less than there are rares. Uh, none, I do believe no, is there, the answer. There's uncommons. Oh, there's uncommons? Angel the of in- Unity is an uncommon. Okay. And I say the initial ones that were spoiled were all um, commons, or all hmm. rares and mythics. Right? Kindred so, Denial is an uncommon. So you, like, you get your sweet... Uh, you know, whatever, um, rare, the weird, like, collect white collected company on a stick, mm-hmm. right? So you get that card, great, mm-hmm. and then they realize, oops, it's busted, yeah, and they nerf it, yeah, and they say, like, you know, they make it so this creature can't be, uh, can't be blinked, right? Because mm-hmm. people were like setting up their deck that they could get it and then like i don't know we don't have flicker wisp but like flicker wisp right like oh man they're getting way too much value right so they nerf it and you built the flicker wisp deck yeah okay now what now you're just left holding the bag with a card that now your deck doesn't work like the same thing they did with like vesper lark and the perpetually thing yeah i mean that's not necessarily a problem with alchemy even though it certainly doesn't help the problem that's more a problem with arena's garbage economy though i mean uh as the kids say facts but it still sucks that they're doing that yeah right like so you build a deck and then they nerf something and then what happens is is you're stuck with a deck if it doesn't work yeah. And you're out all of these cards because you built a deck that you thought was going to work, but now does not. Right. And so, like, that's really, I think, really rough to do to people. Yeah. Like, what are you... I don't know, what are you supposed to... Like, how are you supposed to have any confidence in the client? Yeah, so, like, that kind of ties into one of the other complaints I have about alchemy which like i said i'm conflicted i 
kind of like both sides of this. I There's some things that like I really don't mind that it exists, and there's some things where I wish they'd just stop messing with stuff. But um, So that ties into how like this is going to release. And they said that it's going to come out roughly a month after an actual set release. So what have we been preaching to people for, I don't know, I guess years at this point about how to manage your arena account? Draft, draft, draft. Yeah. Well, guess what you can't do with alchemy cards, packs. Can't can't draft them, can't get them in drafts. Yeah. So the only way to get them is by purchasing them, or I guess like maybe they'll put them in the mastery tree or as like rewards for events or something i guess they could I th- do but... i thought that they like you only got alchemy rewards if you were playing alchemy events so like okay. if you're playing standard their standard rewards aren't alchemy cards okay now if they if they they change the zika chariot and you own four of zika yeah. chariots you still own four of the alchemy version you, you own four of each version yes so it's not yeah. like you have to get the alchemy version. You have it because you have the the vanilla version of the right. Card. But if you wanted um, Tybalt Wicked Tormentor, the only way you can get that is either by burning wild cards on it or opening alchemy packs, which also have whatever current sets cards in them. So it's not like opening an alchemy pack. You're only going to get alchemy cards. You open an alchemy crimson vow pack, and it's crimson vow cards or alchemy cards. Yes, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think it's um, it's a it's a sad time. Is is Why? what it is. No, just just like how confusing they make this crap. Yeah. Like, so I would um. I would say one, it's going to be super expensive. It is going to be a way to separate people from the wild cards. Yeah, like it, it almost makes it so that you can't do what we've been telling people to do anymore. Yeah, and I mean, you really can't put you know twenty five or thirty bucks into arena and do a bunch of drafts and get most of most of whatever release because after a month there's going to be sixty some new cards that the only way you can get is either to incinerate your wild cards. Or put a bunch of money into opening alchemy packs. Which is also not the best thing. So, right. I mean, if you... Because, I mean, while some of the alchemy cards are powerful, mm-hmm. there are some that just seem awful. Yeah. That, like... Evidently, the one that I thought was good is awful. Who knew? <laughs> but, like, there's a lot of cards that you just look at and you're like, yeah, I don't think that card hits. Like, it yeah. feels like... I think Magic has a problem they don't know how to fix, which is while they talk about this small subset of people that are super competitive and this whole great big group of people that are just playing for fun, right? I don't know how much money you can wring out of an individual fun person. Yeah. Now, I know how much money you can wring out of a competitive person is all of it. A lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Right? Yeah. So the competitive person plays the best deck, and then 
the fun person wants to play their fun deck and then spends like an afternoon just getting totally smashed. And now yeah. granted, maybe they get to do the thing that their deck does once and they're like sick and they're super happy and that's all they needed. Mm-hmm. Awesome. But I think it's really hard to just keep going back to people and being like, yeah, this card that you thought was good really isn't. And we're just going to like keep soaking you for these for like ever. Yeah. And it's just like, can we, can we please not? Like, I don't know how to like make that, make that better. Like, yeah. cause like you have these cards that like no competitive person is going to play. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I haven't looked at the whole, like, I keep listening to the Saffron Olive, like, daily MTG spoiler video, which that's all his YouTube is going to become now. It's just, Uh, like, constant... Perpetual set releases. Perpetual set set releases, right? Yeah. And it's just going to be, like... But, like, I listen to them and, you know, doing other stuff, maybe not listening much, but there's stuff that I'm like, oh, wait. I want to go play this format because of this card. Mm -hmm. I mean, when arena started, like uh, before they had uh, duplicate protection, Mm -hmm. I missed a bunch of cards because I was opening like my sixth fill in the blank card from guilds. And then they added duplicate protection and through like drafting and careful play. I basically had all the cards like play sets of almost everything. Yep. Right. And then we get to the jumpstart era and like the flashback drafts. Yeah. And I am, I have holes because I am, because like it's too hard to like do flashback drafts and I'm just not going to spend all this money on. Right. uh, Jumpstart. Jumpstart. And so you just end up like where like maybe I do want to play fill in the blank historic deck. Right. But, like, I'm not going to spend the money, so I'll just play something else or not at all. Yeah. And, like, I feel like they're just putting a lot of people in the, like, I'll go play something else or not at all camp. And think about, like, all the cards that, like, got added to Historic. Like, how many of them are playable? How many, like, Jumpstart cards are actually seeing consistent play? And out of, like, the 600 they added, like, 40? Yeah. Right? Like... No, I'm not saying there's not someone playing like tribal tree folk or whatever, or whatever like weird archetype there is, but like the cards that actually saw a play that actually impacted the metagame are like few and far between. It's like, you know, the jumpstart card is like the weird tribal card from, from Merfolk and the weird tribal like draw uh, a tribe member elf. I've played against both of those. Yeah. Um, Dragon Race Chandler. And uh, Unholy Heat, like, that whole, like, package of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's very few cards that matter. And so, like, if they're releasing 60 cards, like, how many of those cards are actually going to matter and are going to see, like, widespread play? Because well, the pro- so the- I kind of have a counter-argument to you, though. Okay. Is we're basically doubling the number of releases between you know new cards coming out just for digital and cards that are going to be rebalanced retweaked do you think the metagame is going to get to a point where it's stable enough that you can only play these certain cards it might not and this was my like uh 
my like upside, yeah. which was um, I was looking uh, forward to like my favorite formats on Arena mm-hmm. uh, are the um, the like for two days we're playing. Oh gosh. Like the what was the midweek magic this week? It was um, like at, at the edge. Or what would have been last week. Like at the edge where it was like yeah. you could only play cards from uh D and D forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I had a lot of fun for those two days. Mm-hmm. Like mid range cards were allowed to be played. Right. I was playing like Red black, like I think it was red black, like treasury mid range stuff. It was great. Yeah, like it. There was nothing super busted. Like your removal spells worked. Like it was cool, right? And like played against a wide variety of stuff because no one's going to spend the time, right? To like break the basically block constructed format that doesn't mean anything. Yep. Right. And so cool. We. Like, if, you know, alchemy turns into this weird, um, like, midweek magic where you can, like, dip in and, like, play something and play against other, like, you know, maybe not the most fine-tuned decks or, you know, just, like, reasonable things that are, that are, like, interesting to play against, like, that's great. But I don't know if that's going to happen. Like, what are the odds of they dump 60 new cards and they rebalance? And then a week and a half later, we're talking about how the alchemy format is solved. Like, didn't they just go in and, like, turn all the knobs? I mean, it sounds like that's what they're going to do, yeah. And, like, shake it up. But then they're also going to run, like, whatever you qualify for tournaments like pro tour or whatever the heck they call them. Well, so yeah, I have pretty much given up all hope of having anything resembling like a concrete OP system at this point. So I didn't listen or read anything having to do with that. You were like, and we're done. Yeah. at, At this point, like everything is so confusing and up in the air and not concrete that there is, like actual zero chance I'm ever going to qualify for anything ever again. So I completely just ignore it. Just like no reason to pay attention. Fair. Yeah. Like I kind of wanted to play in the, uh, the draft open this past weekend. Yeah. But I, because it was draft and like, I, I enjoy draft, but I, uh, couldn't bring myself to do anything competitive just because like nothing exists anymore. I mean, uh, I I just did a quick cost benefit analysis. I looked at how many drafts I did in the format. Yeah. And I looked at how many seven win drafts I had. Yeah. And those numbers were not close enough together <laughs> for me to bother. So yeah. we, we were talking about like, you know, you're not going to put do 25 or $30 a set. I think I put $100 in arena for the year. And yeah, I'm still I, I running... can't even remember the last time I put money in Arena. I'm still like I am like at the end. Yeah. Um, I am also at the end, but but like 
I basically have played Arena for this like entire year. And I was like, oh man, they're going to like release like the next remastered draft set and they're going to like pull me in. Mm -hmm. But they've decided not to do that. Right. And uh, instead they gave us alchemy that is not pulling you in. As as the kids say, get again in the least, uh, miss me with that. Yeah, just miss me with that alchemy stuff, man. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they just miss me with that. Like, don't care. Like, th- that's not going to like separate me from my wild cards. Or, like, my arena time. Yeah. And, like, I'm not just saying, to like, to be, like, grumpy old man. It just, like, I didn't sign up for Hearthstone. I didn't sign up for, like, the the biggest thing I was thinking, like, strategically, and we've talked about it with these other, like, random effect cards, is, like, what is your plan? Mm-hmm. Right? It's, like, like, one of the things you talk about really enjoying about Magic is, like, making a plan and kind of working through things. And there's already the variance right. of your draw step when you're like, yeah. my plan involves me drawing one of the like, you know, 20 creatures in my deck mm. or a removal spell. So I've got 30 out of like, you know, 45 cards. So two thirds of my deck is not trash right now. Yeah. Right? There's still 33% of the time you just draw trash and you're like, okay, I got to make a new plan. Right. But like now you're like, all right, I'm going to, I've got to draw this card that I want. Then I got to play it. Then I got to hope I get one of these six, the three cards I get to draft from my spell book. <laughs> I have to hope that one of those three is one of these six cards out of 50 that are in the spell book. And sometimes I'm just going to like play the card and it's going to be like a literal blank. Yeah. And it's like, cool. Like what? Like, what is my planning long-term plan scenario here? There's not really one there. Yeah, not when everything's so random. It's like uh, the Davriel Planeswalker where, like, you didn't even know what the card was going to do when you activated it. There's a lot of those that are like, draft a card from your spell book. And it's like, can we just give me, like, on the card, like, pay a red deal of damage? As opposed to, like, you know, every so often you get Lava Dart. Yeah. And then other times you get not lava dart, right? It's like, but I really wanted lava dart. Yeah, no, you don't. You don't get that. Yeah, but I really wanted lava dart. <laughs> you, you do not. You do not get lava dart. Go away. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to make. Like how to make me more excited about this. And again, they they might not care, right? Like. Well, yeah, and like that's kind of what. And I feel like a broken record because I, I feel like I've been saying this all year long, but like I'm realizing that the game is different now and it's not the game that like I fell in love with and, you know, wanted to do this podcast about anymore. Not that, you know, I want to stop doing the podcast. I enjoy, you know, talking with my buddy and talking about magic cards and doing the show and everything, but it's not the same game as it was. And I think this whole alchemy thing like I said at the top of the show, kind of like puts a pin in that hat where we are now not magic anymore. It's it's a rules engine, but it's a different game than you play in paper. Yeah. I, I really think that, that alchemy is just going to take the place of standard. Nobody's going to play standard anymore because of all the problems we've had. And I'm really wondering, like, 
how many of the awful standard environments that we've had lately haven't necessarily been a problem with a standard environment, but they were a problem with, you know, millions and hundreds of millions of games getting played over the course of two or three weeks that solve the format instantly. Whereas, you know, we used to get standard formats that would evolve slowly over time and there was a new deck every week and, you know, you could have a tier one, tier two deck and, you know, you could watch the meta kind of move around week to week after watching Star City events or Grand Prix or Pro Tours or whatever. You don't have any of that anymore. The meta is solved instantly. And I really don't think that that's a problem with standard. I think it's a problem with arena. And like this kind of fixes that problem. It does. And I mean, the reason that other digital card games do this is for this exact thing that like, it's just too easy to solve the format. Yeah. And so kind of, of course, like that's what we, you have to like keep adding new cards to Mm -hmm. make it so you don't, you know, have the format solved instantaneously. Yeah. But at the same time, like it sucks because it's taking away from what made the game great. And like, there is no longer that like journey of discovery because, you know, 35 streamers are going to like play eight hours a day for a week and a half and figure everything out and fine, whatever. Great. It just, but like, like if all of those, like that's kind of part of the problem though, is that, you know, you have millions of games getting played on arena and everybody looks to all these content creators that are, you know, telling you what the best deck is and what strong matchups are and what his weak matchups are and what you should play this week. And, you know, you got yo man, you know, putting out his weekly decks you should watch out for decks that I wouldn't play the deck that I would play, whatever, like you get all these people telling you what decks to play and that everybody plays those decks and then the meta never changes. And I guess like what I'm trying to say is that all of this changes with alchemy because you have like the game that I like, isn't arena. The game that I like is paper magic arena is, was, I hoped arena was a way for me to kind of practice my paper game in a way that didn't involve me, you know, making multiple orders of cards throughout the course of a standard season where I would, you know, change in between decks or whatever. I could try them out on arena and then settle on a deck before I bought it in paper. Um, that's kind of what I wanted arena to be, but that's not really what arena ended up being. And if all of these content creators and streamers and whatever else, uh, everyone playing arena is going to be playing alchemy, which I think they are. I think standard on arena will exist for a couple weeks, every set release, and then just be replaced by alchemy. Like, that's fine because then the focus is off of standard and we can go back to playing real magic again. Yeah. Like the, I like the concept of this is a way to slow to slow solving standard down because you take more eyes, you take eyes off of it. Yeah. Which is, you know, you get croakies and you know, whoever else are going to be jamming alchemy because there's no reason to play standard anymore. Like if they're going to change standard every week, then you, you know you, you just play whatever the most current thing is. I mean, that's think, what people are going to want to see. So I mean, think about uh, what was it? Standard twenty twenty two, 
when they like yeah. pre-rotated stuff. Yeah. Like, people were writing articles about that right. on Star City. <laughs> a format that doesn't exist. That didn't exist. No one cared about. But it was better than standard. Right. And so people wanted to know about it. Mm-hmm. And wanted to like get get good at it. And so like that is a you know that is reasonable. But like so one of the things I had talked about to you and I was like, put this in the show notes, is another way they could have done this, right? Mm-hmm. Is they could have moved alchemy to um they could have made alchemy they even could have like adjusted cards that were too good for for standard right mm-hmm. but instead of throwing in the hearthstoney cards they could have put in already existing magic cards yeah that interacted well in the standard format that we had so mm-hmm. that it would change standard, right? Like this, I don't know, this format is like probably pretty different if there's like spell peers. Right. Right. So like they could put spell peers in the format or, you know, even something that's not, not even like fun, like invisible stalker. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, uh, or, or glade cover scout, like we could have a boggles deck. Yeah. Right, or I'm trying to think of things like that are like in like they could somehow like prop up like a snow archetype. Not just like you know mono green and mono white and like big thing. They could like put in other cards yeah. to like either address problems or like prop up archetypes. Like I'm trying to think, is there like a do we have a try like let's say party. They really want a party to be good, right? You could put some good, like, wizards or whatever Mm -hmm. in, right? To, like, oh, hey, this and this. These party payoffs are good, which I think they all are, most of them, right? But the cards I have to play to get party are bad. Right. So they could put better party cards into the format. Right into the standard card pool to power up party. So now party's playable. Great, we did it. There's a new deck. But we didn't have to invent new Hearthstone cards. So hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. I don't know if that accomplishes the goal that they're trying to accomplish though. I guess like it, it definitely makes standard a different format, which is one of the goals, but it doesn't really differentiate arena from magic. And I really think they're trying to make arena not paper magic. I mean, you could have like a format that is not um paper magic, right? Which, you know, arena being what it is is not paper magic right mm-hmm. right like alchemy there, there'd be there's no analog to historic in paper magic right right 
And then alchemy, if you were putting, um, I don't know, Kaldoran outpost into uh, standard to like shore up blue white. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm trying to think of some other random, like, whatever. Again, random party creature, so party's good. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could make a format that is not, um, that is not anything you see in paper, but is not generating these, these not playable outside of, uh, arena cards. Right, and but I, I think th- that's the point. Like, I don't think they want it to be able to be played in paper. So, I, I think that's the point. I agree, but I guess like why because like we initially thought right that the the role of arena and odd was to onboard players such Mm -hmm. that um you start playing arena wizard of the coast chad gets all your beans yeah right to play arena and then Friday night comes and you want to leave your house. And so you have to go buy packs and give your give uh, magic your money to have physical cards. Yeah. So, right. So they get you twice. You've built this uh, a digital uh, collection. And mm-hmm. now you're building a physical collection, mm-hmm. right? So that was what our initial, like, I think what we thought the initial model was going to be. I'm willing to bet right. that's what Wizards thought their initial model was going to be. Yeah. Right? Are they just making so much money that they're trying to become a digital TCG that just happens to make some real cards? Well, I think there's slightly more to it than that, but yes. Okay. Um, think about like everything else that's happened over the last two years. We don't have OP anymore, or we have a system that's like unrecognizable and completely ununderstandable. And you also, because of like the timing of the year of Commander in this whole pandemic, like that's all people play now. Yes. Very true. And like the client is built in such a way where I don't think it's even feasible to have multiplayer magic on arena. Like you would have to completely rework the client. I think, I mean, I'm not a programmer or anything, but I would guess that that's not an easy task. So you have, yeah, I mean, I think that's exactly the case is you have a, a digital card game that, oh yeah, there's this other way to play this other, you know, here, the rules engine is the same. You learned it on arena, you play a digital card game on arena, and then there's physical cards where you can play casually with a bunch of your buddies at an EDH night, which may or may not be Friday nights. Like, True. I think the Friday night magic like thing is a thing of the past. Yeah, you you might be right. Um, And that's kind of the point that I was trying to make with like magic just being a rules engine now. 
Yeah, I where you have the digital game that uses the rules engine and then you have the paper game that uses the rules engine and you have you know Magic Lord of the Rings that uses the rules engine and you have Magic um Space Marines that uses the rules engine and Magic whatever universes beyond they're going to come out with next Star Trek or you know whatever that they all use the same rules engine, but they're very different games. Very different. Yeah. Um, and I, I had mentioned, I don't remember if I mentioned at the top of the show or in the pre-show, um, there was a new Dice to Removal episode that just came out with mm-hmm. Prof and PK. And it was all about Universes Beyond. And they kind of brought up an interesting point that kind of goes along with what I'm saying. I don't think they necessarily spelled out the, you know, rules engine with different skins on it part, but they were complaining about the Lord of the Rings set going to be in modern and how that like breaks everything because we were told when uh, Stranger Things and Walking Dead came out that they had to be, be in legacy because that's how the rules of the format were were written right yeah well they just broke that rule with lord of the rings saying that it's modern legal because that's not the rules that are written for the modern format so you you already have like between modern horizons and this lord of the rings like modern is a very different thing than it used to be but, oh, wait, we have Pioneer that doesn't have all those weird cards in there. So are they trying to push? Like, I really don't know what Wizards' plan is anymore. I don't even know if they want people to play Paper Magic anymore or Competitive Magic. But like, if, if they're using this Universes Beyond thing to like move the game in a different direction, you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So... I was thinking the other day, like before this whole conversation, that um, one of the things about magic was it always kind of felt like sacred in that Mm -hmm. it was its own thing, chilling out over here, and it wasn't super influenced by pop culture or whatever trend of the year or the week that there that there was right it was its own little world and it kind of sat over here and it was like this pristine untouched thing right Mm -hmm. i left the game in 2000 or 2001 and came back in like 2014 or something yep and it was still there and it was still vampires and goblins and dragons and angels Right, like mostly the same. Mostly the same. They were, they were uh, equipment that I refused to use because I didn't know how to use them and I didn't want to ask anyone. Uh, But for the the most part, yeah. But for the most part, it was the game I had left behind. I came back to it. Right. It was on some level chess. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you left chess, you came back. There's still white pieces and black pieces. Right. And right. like they still move the same. They still move the same. The rules are all still the same. Yep. Now it seems like like it's magic's losing its like 
I'm over here doing my thing, right? Mm-hmm. And while, right, like if I want to buy a chest, Chad that, saw how many beans were over there. Oh, that's very true, bro. You see yeah. all those beans, bro? I'm gonna get those beans. Yeah. Right. Where yeah. if I want to go buy a Mario and Luigi chess set, I can't. I can buy a Mario Brothers mm-hmm. chess set, right? And the game engine is still the same. Fine, happy yep. for me, right? But you would never see like two grandmasters sitting down at an official like chess tournament, like playing <laughs> with Mario and yeah. Princess Peach. Right? right, it just wouldn't happen, and because it's like, oh hey, these are the this is how the game should be played, right here, yeah. chess. There are all these fun ways that you can play and interact with the game, but when it comes time to play the game serious, here's what you do. And mm-hmm. Wizards for years, right, you know, was like, hey, these are the game pieces, you play them. And then they were like, mm-hmm. we can make them shiny. It's like, okay, they're shiny. But they're still, like, it's a shiny lightning dragon. It's a shiny lightning dragon. But it's still that lightning dragon that I know and tolerate or love, whatever your point of view is. Yeah. Right? Um. But now, it's like, um, they're, like, putting Mario and Luigi on everything and making everything about playing the fun wacky cards and less about like you know the the sanctity got sanctity of the game i sound like i'm an old baseball fan or some crap uh <laughs> well it, i mean what you're saying makes complete sense and that's exactly what they did was they you had likened it to like two grandmaster like chess people playing a game and when they play they play with like white and black pieces that all look like what they're supposed to look like well they they took that away though so you are completely correct that is the way you should play the game but you don't play the game that way anymore because there's no op yeah there's There's no there's no competitive play i should say yeah there's no reason to uh to do that yeah and so Hmm. it just it it sucks yeah Right. It does. So I I am in for, like you said, the the idea that we are going to get um maybe a format that is not as solved and you can go play some stuff in it mm-hmm. and like have an enjoyable and have an enjoyable time. Like that I am okay with. I can get behind an enjoyable time. I really can. Yep. Uh, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I just wish that they, I wish they would look at it and say like, hey, we can make this better with cards that use the magic engine that we had for 30 years. Not the like, oh, hey, what's the magic engine if we make it, um, if we add all this like Hearthstone stuff or like digital only random stuff, like are we trying to like, is there some like player survey that I'm not getting that is like, (laughs) Hey, do you play Hearthstone? I do. 
Oh, what would make you play more magic? Random stuff. Oh, cool. In. Right? Yeah. So I don't know why we're making this shift. Like, you could accomplish a lot of these same goals while, like, leaving magic... Magic. Magic. Yeah. It could stay magic-y. But instead, it's like, nah, we're going to not be super magic-y for you. So... Yeah. That's that's my big complaint is I wish it would just like I wish it wouldn't change. But like <laughs> Well that's I, the only thing that stays the same, right? Is it changes inevitable? I guess. Guess I'm old and I don't want things to change anymore. Yeah. I can't Man, I can't this handle podcast it. got deep. Yeah, it did. I can't <laughs> I can't handle change, man. Um but no, it just seems like but a lot of the change seems like it's just changed for change's sake. You know what I mean? Where yeah. they're not like... like I don't know. I, I can see the other world too, though. Oh, what's the other world? And when's that set dropping? <laughs> uh, 2023, it's coming. The other world. Okay. No, like where where this opens up, opens the game back up. To make it like interesting again? It, not just interesting, but like to let you play the way you want to play. Yeah, I mean, let, you might you might be right. Everyone might just run to this format, and I might be able to just go like play like real, honest to god standard. Yeah, and it, it may even I don't I know I spent a good chunk of this episode talking about how they're trying to how it seems like they're trying to differentiate like arena from magic and how it's kind of another game now but this might even open up more room on arena for actual magic like they i mean they've already moved historic so far away from pioneer that there's no way you could call historic pioneer anymore but moving it even further by rebalancing cards and injecting more digital cards does that open up room for pioneer where maybe we will get pioneer masters at some point maybe like, and I mean, standard's kind of a lost cause, but I guess that's the casualty here is standard. Yes, standard is the one that is the thing that kind of goes away. Yeah. It's just like, okay, like standard goes away. We're not going to like worry about it anymore. Uh, and I mean, that's, that's sad because I mean, how for how long was standard just like the thing that we did? I mean, standard was my jam. I, I was the standard guy. <laughs> you, you very much were the standard guy. But I mean, yeah, like, I mean, it how, just, many, how many team tournaments did we do where I was the standard guy? Like all of them? All of them, yeah. Yeah, it sucks that standard's kind of taken the hit for no... I, I guess I shouldn't say for no reason, but it kind of stinks that standard's eating the bullet for this. But I mean... I guess I would be okay with that if we got Pioneer on Arena. Or if it took enough focus off of Standard on Arena that like Paper Standard could exist again. Yeah, like the fact that there is a chance that it leads to like Paper Standard or cuz now you're not able to play a million games of uh uh Standard, so you like have to play it at your local LGS yeah. as opposed to yeah. only 
uh, getting to play at your, uh, like, you just play a thousand games on Arena. So, I mm-hmm. mean, that could be, that could be a positive. I can, I can only hope. So, I guess but time will tell. Time will tell. So, I added something to the show notes. I don't know if you saw it. Um, okay. I, I actually, uh, uh, I see if I can find the, I Googled the quote. Hopefully, hopefully okay. Google did not let me down. All right. <laughs> and hopefully this is not a fake quote, but here we go. <clears throat> yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether whether or not they could, they didn't stop and think if they should. Right? Yeah. Right. So I was, I, that, you know, from Jurassic Park when we're like making dinosaurs and like, should we be making dinosaurs? Well, we can. Okay, should we? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so for years, what was the Morrow thing? Restrictions breed creativity. Is that it? I actually, I actually wrote that yep. one down. I think. Right. Cool. Yep. He has preached that multiple times. They have just cast off all their restrictions. Right. The greatest restriction Magic had was True. it had to work physically in your hands. You had to do mm-hmm. stuff that two people could visually see or like conceptualize and keep track of using nothing more than like a pen and a piece of paper. And if you were lucky, a bag full of gold of glass beads. Right. Mm -hmm. And we've just thrown that restriction off. And I don't know how much of that is going to lead to, Hey, way more creative stuff happening or just yeah. stuff for the sake of stuff or, Hey, what did you do this weekend? I played some Hearthstone. Here are four new card designs. Uh, so, they just Hearthstone uh, I want cards? you to remember this conversation right now okay. when we talk about infinity, when it gets spoiled. Why is this? Well, because you're talking about, you know, physical cards and things that players need to play the game. And I heard a rumor about Unfinity. Okay, what is this rumor? You can't you can't do this to me and just like walk away. So you remember when I mentioned that weird black circle that was covering up the evil Knievel shirt or whatever? Devil Knievel? Yes. It wasn't because they were trying to cover up the shirt. It's okay. because there's a piece of the box they didn't want out in the public yet. And okay. there's text inside of that circle okay. that evidently says something about a new game piece in every pack. Oh, no. Are we going to be like scanning QR codes in the crap? Um, no. Speculation is that it's linked to that mischief secret layer where the cards change. Oh no. Yeah. Are we going to be like peeling off things and finding other cards behind them? Um, I've heard rumors of scratch off cards. I've heard rumors of peel off cards and I've heard rumors of stickers. Cool. I, don't, I don't know which of them are true, if any of them, but th- those are things I have heard and or seen on the internet. Interesting. Yeah. Um, 
Could I interest you in a collector's item? The unscratched off scratch off cards? <laughs> yeah. You just get or the the unstuck stickers or the the yeah, unpeeled the, lands. The unpeeled sticker sheet. Yeah. Yeah, that just seems I mean just so weird. Yeah. Just like, yeah, we we don't care anymore. We have yeah. given up. Yeah, like it just seems like we're I mean, part of it seems like we are running out of ideas. Right? Yeah, like I mean maybe four, that's maybe that's behind this whole thing. Four sets a year for uh for thirty years. Like I guess you do start to get uh tapped out well, I mean, after a while. It's not even just four sets anymore. It's six sets plus two supplemental products. Yeah. Plus a reprint set. <laughs> Plus, like, whatever else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, uh... Um... I... I don't know. It just seems like we're we're trying so hard to find, quote-unquote, cool new things to do. Yeah. And we're just kind of coming back to the same stuff. Yeah. And it's like, but... Like, are we make are we making the game better? And I don't know if we are. No, I mean a lot of the decisions I think have made the game worse, not better. Companions. Yeah, Compa- companions were very bad. Yeah. Very. It, it just like changed every deck forever. Like every deck you had to start with. Well, should I have a companion? Yeah. Like if you, um, if you got rid of companion, I don't think anyone would like feel bad at all. No. Right. Like everyone just be like, okay, cool. I. Yeah. I feel like that was just like a stone miss. Right. Like I don't think that was like a, I. I had a plan, to like, do this. I think that was a like oopsie we done goofed or was it we're running out of ideas and this is something that opens up new design space so let's try it i mean very well it probably was that because i mean i feel like that was an idea that maro said he had had for a while yeah and that he just was like they just decided to try it yeah and it's like okay but like I think the most frustrating thing is people were like, yeah, please, please don't. Like, what's his name? Sam Black. Yeah, Sam Black. Yeah. Yeah, like how many how many people were like, can we please not not do this? And it's just like, nah, we're all in. Yeah. And it's like, but but please can we not be all in? <laughs> oh no, we're we are all the way in. It's like oh Yeah, man. Chad says people like Commander. Got to get that. Yeah, we got Commander put, dollars. We got to put like forty five. Let's play Commander while you're not playing Commander. Let's put forty. Yeah, exactly. People like Commander. So let's bring them that Commander feeling. Yeah. Uh, to um their, to their not Commander games, and it's like, can we, 
Can we not, good sir? Can yeah. we not bring Commander to their not Commander games? Yeah. I I just feel like we've we've lost the thread and they are like confusing dollars from arena mm-hmm. with we're doing a good job. I mean it's hard to say because like you don't get actual numbers published. Like if you look back into Hasbro's like earning reports, they don't tell you where every dollar came from. They tell you magic dollars in general, but also lump other stuff in with it. So you you really don't know like what does well and what doesn't. But supposedly like every set is the best selling set ever. So I don't know. I don't even know that that's true. That, you know, there's so much arena dollars that nothing else matters. If Forgotten Realms, which is probably one of the worst sets I've ever played through to the point where I didn't buy any. Um, If that was the best selling set ever, then like the game is definitely different than I know it. And like people that aren't me are spending money on the product. Yes. There's a lot of people that don't realize that, uh, uh, for uh, Adventures in the Forgotten Realms was a bad magic set. That are like, Everything about it was bad. Like, the cards were bad. The limited environment was bad. There was nothing redeeming about that set. Not a thing. But yet, but greatest best-selling magic set, ever. set of all time. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's the case, then Wizards is doing the right move from a business point of view because they are making more money with all of the other people than they would be with me. Yes. And it's like, and it's sad though, right? Cause like, we're, we're kind of like the core. <laughs> were. Yeah. Were. Yeah. We were the core. And it's like, no, you are no longer the core. Right. We are good. Thank you. Yep. But it's like, no, but I used to be, like not even important. Like I used, <laughs> I used to be like you used to kind of care. Yep. And it's like, yeah, I don't. Yep. I I don't anymore. And it's like okay, like you do not care any's more. <laughs> I I see. It's been real and it's been fun, but I guess I will go away now. Yep. And so, I don't know, I, again, I don't want to say, like, it should go back to the way it was, but I just, I guess I wish I understood more the reason why it was the happening. The reason for the change. Yeah. Yeah, like, why are we doing I don't know. This? I'm, like, even after all of this, I'm, I think I've made up my mind that I'm hopeful about the changes, and maybe, maybe this forces a change in the economy. Maybe, Which cause... I think is the the real issue. Um, if the economy was different, I don't think there would be as much backlash in general. And I don't think I would care as much. And I'm guessing you wouldn't care as much if the economy was different. Yeah. I if think there was a way to trade your cards back in, if there was, you know, some way besides opening a million packs to get a, a wild card. 
Like, I think that all of this would be better if the economy was different. So if this forces a change in the economy, then like, that's even better. I'm almost, I'm almost glad that this happens if it forces a change in the economy, like given all the other things that I've laid out, you know, the shift in focus and you know, what have you, if this makes a change in the economy, then this is probably one of the best things that could have ever happened in the game. Yeah. Cause like, my brother, I want to tell this on the podcast. He was like watching me play Arena. He's like, "Oh, what's that?" I'm like, "It's let's go, oh, it's Arena and blah blah blah." He's like, "Oh, that's you." I was like, "Yeah, don't. Like, it just costs too much money. Don't, don't yeah. do it to yourself. Yeah. It's just not worth it, dude." And he was like, "Oh, okay." And yeah. like, I have a podcast about magic. I should be like <laughs> trumpeting magic, and I was just like, "Don't. Just it's yeah. not." It's not worth it. Please don't. It it's very much not not going to be a good thing. And he was like, oh, "Okay." Yeah. And like, yeah, I mean, unless you can devote the time to get good at limited, like there's the barrier for entry is too high, and you can't even like do that anymore with alchemy. So, yeah, I, I I can certainly see this forcing a change in the economy, and if that happens, then they'd have to pry it out of Brad or Chad's cold dead hands, but bro, 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 I'm doing it. We're, we're going to get all the beans. beans. Yeah. Like no Chad, Chad, no, we gotta, we gotta save the game beans before game. Like, <laughs> you're like dang it. Brosif. Can we, can we not? Just like, no man, we have to yeah. every, every day, every day. We are, we're looking at beans <laughs> and that is all we are looking at, people. It's like, but, but if we're only looking at beans, what about the bigger picture? There is no, there's nothing more important than beans. Have you there's seen no beans without the bigger picture? Have you seen a uh, free guy? I have not. I heard it's pretty good. I it haven't is. seen it. It is. So the um, uh, the bad guy character. Uh, yeah. At one point, they're like uh, played by Taika Waititi. Um, they're like, uh, like I ran the numbers, and your game would have done bad. Maybe, maybe there's more important things than numbers, bro. There's nothing more important than numbers, bro. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I think that's just like they're just looking at the numbers, and no one mm-hmm. is like taking a second to be like, oh hey maybe there is something more important than numbers. Yeah. I mean, you also don't know how long this fight's been going on for. Like if there was somebody that cared more than just numbers, like how long did they get beat down for? Yeah. Or like maybe they don't work there anymore. Yeah. Like that. Could maybe very... that's why they don't work there anymore. Yeah. They tried too hard to, uh, maybe they got taken out. The corpos got them. The corpos. Exactly. We're all the way back. <laughs> To cyberpunk people, we did it. We they said that. it couldn't be done, but here we are. We're back at cyberpunk, <laughs> talking about corpos, dirty, dirty yeah. corpos. That's right. I just want to be a city kid, man. Just be a city <laughs> kid, and you just want to be a nomad. You want to be free, driving a car. That's right. I just got to do my own thing. Across... You know, take care of my family. Yeah. It's all about the family. Speaking of family. Uh, their um, uh, Dom, Mr. Toretto, mm-hmm. uh, 
I've got to wake up super early to shuttle my family to an appointment. Yes, I, you do. That I have to be at at 6.30. So, it's not that long from now. Let's call it a show. Yeah, we should probably call it a show. So there you go. It might not have been the most coherent thing, but... Yeah, we definitely didn't stick to the show notes. We really didn't talk about the format itself at all. <laughs> no, we... Uh, we we hit some points on the format, but what I was going to say is like, we're just, we are conflicted. Yeah. We don't know exactly what it means for the game. Yep. But we would like it to, you know, I don't know. We, we just want it to be better, man. Yep. Just be better. We want, I don't know. All the jokes about, well, maybe this thing isn't for you. Like yeah, this feels like, it's not even a joke anymore. It's like not this, funny. This very much feels like, yeah, this thing's just not for you. Yeah. Like, don't don't look at it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Just don't worry about it. It is 100% not for you. Yeah. And it's like, Unfortunately, okay. they, they took Historic away when they decided that this wasn't for me. And Historic is what I had been playing, so <laughs> um, maybe none of it's for me. That black white deck, you can just yeah. ignore ignore all the uh, fake decks and fake cards, and it'll okay. be okay. Okay. <laughs> it'll it'll be okay. You'll be like, oh, this is perhaps magic as Morrow intended. Uh, yeah. Many, many I had been ago. playing Madness in Historic, so. Oh, Madness. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Mono red Madness. Yep. Okay. Fiery, Fiery temper. tempers and lizards, lizards. I've not played that one. I'll send you a link. That's that's spicy. I'll post it up. Oh. In- there we go. I should probably post my uh, my uh, the deck I'm playing because uh, it's a, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's sweet. A, it's a good time. I'll post it. You go to sleep. All right. Well, with that, I think we have a show. We do. So if you have thoughts on alchemy, if you'd like us to uh, have a uh, more focused and nuanced discussion about the format, you can uh, let us know by tweeting at us at Casual Tripod. Or you can hit us up on Facebook at Casual Tryhard MTG or drop us an email, show at CasualTryHardMTG.com. Um, if you're looking to pick up any singles... Um, I think Crimson Vow stuff has kind of hit bottom. It's super cheap right now and nobody's talking about it, which means there's probably not a whole lot of demand. So prices should be pretty low. Um, if you're looking to pick any of that up, I would appreciate it. I think Brian would too. If you use our TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com, just surf to the site using that link. Whatever you do after that, we'll get a small cut of to help keep the show going. And if you guys want to support us a little bit more directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash casual tryhard MTG. Chip a couple bucks in, uh, really helps us out. You get added to my mailing list where I send you some cool stuff once in a while. And you also get to listen to our pre-show, which has been pretty sweet lately. The last couple pre-shows have been like A plus in my opinion. Yes, this, um, this so last sure you, one was a lot yeah. of fun. <laughs> so make sure you hop over there and, uh, like I said, chip a couple bucks in the pot, help keep the show going, and get access to some extra content. Who doesn't want more of us anyway? And if you want to, you know, another way you can tell us what you think about 
alchemy or have a discussion or voice your concerns um, is in our Discord. There's a bunch of really cool people in there hanging out all the time. There's a link in the description. There's a link on all our social media. So join in, have a conversation. Let us know how you feel. Yes, let us know. We will uh, we will appreciate it. Yep. Uh, so I think I can say safely, we will catch you on the internet. We'll catch you on the internet. Bye.